God. You bear maced yourself in the nuts? Yeah, because it was in my pocket. You know what I mean? It was pointed that way. Oh, my God. And it's like foam, isn't it? Doesn't it like... how? Because it's I, not like regular mace. It's, isn't it? It's like it's like mace yeah. on steroids. Yeah, well, yeah. It's made to take down an 1,800-pound animal. Yeah. Oh, boy. I could compare that to the elbow, but anything else... <laughs> But anyway, dude, so, uh, what's your name, dude? No. Okay, 10.04, Friday, December 22nd. Welcome to Fortune Radio. Uh, I just had a crash and burn. Uh, God, you know, crash and burn, it's like you just, all you can do is just put the flames out and just carry on. That's all you can fucking do. And I'll tell you about it. Uh, all right. So, um, I'm recently single, but I'm not going to skip a beat, um, because I love the touch of a woman. Uh, no. So, all right. So... I'm talking to an old high school sweetheart, and, and it's fantastic. And I'm just, I'm taking, I'm taking my time, and I'm trying to be patient with it. And things are looking really good. But at the same time, it's like I'm, I'm recently single, so it's like my eyes are open. Uh, so I'm kind of courting this spicy Latina that works at the bank up the road from my work, and um, you know, I, I'm trying to charm the girl a little bit, and it, it wasn't, you know, I mean. So anyways, all right, I talk to her, I go in, I'm like, hey, so I, I want to I wanna talk to you about setting up a business loan. And I'm like, okay, that's a decent end, you know? I'm like, okay, yeah, like, like I'm going to set up a, a, a meeting in the future about a business loan. So it's like, yeah, I've got a business, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm looking to invest in myself and in my business. I'd like to talk to you about it, maybe break the ice a little bit in the future. Not right now. Like, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Like, let's, you know, let's do this. Granted, it's her job. So it's like, she's obligated to do it, obviously. So it's like, okay, that's fine. Uh, kind of take advantage of that a little bit. Uh, and so anyways, I'm like, okay, so I, we set up the appointment and it's like, okay, that's great. Well, first of all, she gives me a card, a completely, uh, generalized card not like her name's not on it her personal number is not on it it's like scan the qr code bitch like wait like like get in line motherfucker like i am a spicy latina get in line so i called i called the branch direct and set up an appointment with her she answers the phone i'm like is this christina she's like yeah like yeah i recognize your voice what's up you know so it's kind of weird i'm borderline i'm i'm borderline creep that's fine but i'm like you know like this is nice this is nice i can like casually court this girl like it's not an online dating service i feel decent about it this is like a tale as old as time right so today was our appointment i sit down with her and i'm talking and it turns out i need an ein number i gotta i gotta talk to the fucking government if i want to have a business loan which is you know whatever that's fine uh so and it was really like pretty short you know what I mean? It was like, okay, in and out, and not in a sexual way at all. Just in and out, like, okay, this is the deal. Like, you know, you can do this on the website, basically. Like, get the fuck out of my face and get back in line. You know, you can't jump to the head in the line, you know, basically. Um, 
And so I, whatever, I got to register with the state because I, I got to buy tools. Like I got to buy tools to work on, uh, work on my guitars. Uh, I need tools. I like to balance my credit out. Like there's some shit I need to do. So I'd like to get a business loan. Uh, I think it's that time, uh, you know, money for marketing, money for this, that, and the other. Um, and plus I thought it was an in with, I thought it was an in with this, this beautiful woman. Turns out it wasn't, but that's the thing. Like you've got to, you're going to miss all the shots that you don't take. So I took a shot, I crashed and burned, whatever. I felt like that first, well, yeah, I, I kind of felt like Tom Cruise in Top Gun when he sings to that girl for the first time in the bar and he totally, he totally crashes and burns. He's like, yeah, crash and burn. You know, it was like, I, I felt just like Tom Cruise, you know what I mean? In Top Gun. Uh, so maybe it's not over. It might not be over. You know, I might be, uh, I might be hanging out with her and, and dim lighting, uh, listening to take my breath away. Um, but we'll see, you know, only time will tell. And that's, you know, so that's fine. Uh, moving right along fortune radio, um, working on a demo, working on a new song with X. It's so fucking sick. The, uh, the beat, the backbeat was produced by Derek Grant, one of the Grant brothers. Very talented. I'm going to have him, I'm going to really, I'm going to try to get him on the podcast. I think he's down. Um, but very talented, uh, producer. And so we've got this backbeat and it wasn't even that, I don't think it was the full beat. Like Derek just sent us like a little text message beat and I looped that motherfucker and, and we threw down some vocals and some guitar on it and I'm into it. And, uh. So yeah, we, we're working on this demo. We still have some tracking to do, um, but we'll get it released here pretty soon. And uh, I'm trying to talk to a booking agent, and I, I was, I don't know, like I'm trying to to go on tour and go to different cities and play my set. Like I think that would be so fucking sick, and the stories will be great. And I dropped my classes at Red Rocks. I mean, I wanted to become a luthier, but it's just it's not in my cards right now. Like I, I can set up guitars. And I'm not in any place in my life to be building guitars right now. I don't have the capital for that right now. And like, I can set up a guitar. I can do minor repairs on guitars. It's like, yeah, I'm going to go to classes eventually and learn how to build guitars. Guaranteed. Uh, but I, I got other, I got other plans right now. And fucking X and I are making some sick ass music right now. And I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but like, I just feel good about it. And we were a little nervous about making music together. Cause like we, we really kicked it off. And we were talking about making music together and, and we were, I think we were both a little bit, we talked about it. We were both a little bit nervous about it because we had, it was kind of on a pedestal. Like we had high hopes for it, you know, because we, we, we ended up being good friends and we, you know, we wanted the music to, to be good have the same kind of vibe that we had. So we were like, man, if we, if we, if we can't make music together, that's going to be a real, real damper on the relationship. You know, I mean, it, it would still be fine. We'd still be friends, but it would be kind of a letdown almost, but you know, like we jammed and it felt right. And, and we fucking worked on this song all throughout the night into the morning, uh, until like five thirty in the morning. And then we went to Welton afterwards and it was just fucking epic, man. It was just an epic night. And, uh, yeah, there's more to come and I feel, I feel pumped on it. You know, I feel like super fucking pumped on it and I don't know what's going to happen, but like, I, I, I don't know what the future is going to bring, but I'm pumped on it. And I'm pumped on the fact that I'm doing a podcast at 65 miles an hour. Because sometimes you have to. You got you to gotta put the pedal 
to the metal, accelerate, get onto the fucking road, and just move, baby. You know what I'm saying? So what? What are we talking about here? I've been playing out uh, Squire Lounge, Lion's Lair. Uh, Tennis and Tap is this new one I want to plug. This guy, Tony, is running it. He's a badass. Yeah, he's rocking uh, Gibsons as well. He's got an ES335. He's a 335 man. Um, but it's cool because it's kind of like low-key, and it's kind of like a little separate away from the scene a little bit. And it's just like this bar, uh, like 20 minutes away from my place, but it's cool because there's so, I mean, I went there and I was not prepared. He's like, yeah, you can play five songs. It's like five songs. I'm used to playing like five minutes, like us, like a song. You know what I'm saying? Between my setup and my, my loop, it's like, yeah, I get like a song at these, at these open mics in the city. Uh, so I had like a whole bunch of unprepared shit, but honestly, so, you know, it was a decent set at the Tennyson tap, but it was, I, I, I could have done much better. And I, I like went home right after and like plugged all my shit in and just started working on my set. And my set is coming around. I got a, uh, I got a song with, um, the <clears throat> amazing bongo band or the incredible bongo band, Apache. And it's like that classic, I think it's seventies. It's like that classic fucking track. You you've heard it. You've heard that shit. Um But I'm pumped on it. And uh Yeah, just moving forward through time, trying to get my type five, my loose my loose thirty, my decent ten, my halfway decent ten minute set. Uh God, I'm so early for work right now because I was anticipating like a nice conversation with this, with this sexy Latina banker. I was like, yeah, it would be nice to like sit down and like break the ice and have a nice conversation. She was like, no, she was, she was like, I'm here for business and our business is over. And I'm like, okay, like see you later. Bye bye. And which is fine. It, it's fine. And it keeps the complication down because like, I'm kind of like, well, I'm definitely talking to this other girl, and it's it's going really well, and and I don't I don't want to jeopardize. I'm not trying to fuck around. I really am not trying to fuck around on on my girlfriends anymore. They've done it in the past, and it always goes bad. When they find out about it, they are pissed about it, understandably. <coughs> so I, I, you have my word, as a man, as a human being, that. I'm not going to fuck around on this girl. My next girlfriend, I will not fuck around. I mean, look at Chris Rock's last special. He was talking about it. Don't fuck around on your on your woman. You just don't do it. You don't want her to fuck around on you. It's a golden rule, which is a great rule to live by. Uh, do to others as you would do to yourself. How's it go? Treat unto others as you would like to be treated. I don't know. I don't know this. You know this saying. The golden rule. So anyways, uh, she's been sending me morning texts, which just fills my heart because I'm like, I'm just sitting there and I see a text from her and I'm like, ah, she's thinking about me, you know? And it's just like morning, first thing. Yeah, I'm thinking about her. She's thinking about me. Like, I'm just like, oh my God. I just got out of this relationship where I thought I was going to marry this woman. I have kids and a family with this woman. Now I'm thinking about a different woman. I'm like, God, how vain. How fucking crazy is that? I just don't give a, I don't give a fuck. 
Like, that's what I want. I want a fucking family. And, like, if I can't get it with this, I'm not going to sit around and fucking uh, cry about it. I'm not going to cry about spilt milk, period. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. Whatever. The milk spilt. I got some, uh, some bounty paper towels on it. I cleaned it up. You know what I'm saying? It smells a little bit rotten. Like, you know, the milk, there's like, I didn't get all the milk up and it went a little bit bad, but I'm still, you know, I sprayed that shit down and I wiped it up again and here we are. So I'm almost at work and I'm fucking uh, hour and a half early. So that's fine. Um, I'll go get some coffee and from some hipsters. I'll pick up some hipster coffee and I'll just, I'll chill, I'll enjoy the day. Cause this is a beautiful fucking day, man. That's Colorado for you. Like, I'm not... That's why I like Colorado. I like hanging out in Colorado, man. It's a cool spot. That's why I've been here so long. Get it. Get it, baby. Uh, The double honk is a little bit over the top. I should just give her a single honk. Fuck. Don't be an asshole. That's my fucking, that's my, that's my creed. Don't be an asshole. That's, that's what I try to live by. You know, I'm double honking bitches at 1015 in the morning. Listen, I'm t- all right. I'm gonna turn it around. I'm trying to turn it around for the day. See if I can. Oh God! I almost rear-ended her. Jesus Christ! All right, wake up, wake up. Could you imagine if I double honked her and then like thirty seconds later just rear-ended her? Oh my God! Park your vehicle. Park your vehicle. I'm so fucking reckless. I'm I'm too reckless. Like I'm getting too old to be this reckless. I'm like producing fucking content and driving. What is this? Well, at least... Whatever. Alright. I'm parking my vehicle. I'm parking my mobile studio. Ooh. That's another thing. I can't fucking wait. Because, dude, I could, I could qualify for up to 50 grand. I probably won't. But, I mean, if I qualify for, like, 10 Gs, I might have to get myself a vehicle. And just say, yeah, this is, this is my new mobile... <laughs> my new mobile studio. You know, I need a loan to upgrade my mobile studio. Thanks. Thanks a lot. That'd be great. Uh, cleaned off the inside of my windshield, and I can actually see out of the, out of the windshield of my vehicle now. It's pretty cool. And it's great podcasting with Drew. All right, I'm off to get coffee. You got another. All right, people, you got another five minutes of this if you want it. And I think, I think you want it because this might be my first Patreon episode, which is exciting. I gotta take a piss. Yeah, it, it just didn't go well. It didn't go well when I went into that fucking, that bank today. Cause I was looking around for a bathroom. So I'm like going up and down the bank. I'm like, okay, it turns out they don't have a bathroom. And then this girl that I'm meeting comes up to me from behind the counter and she's like, do you need, like, what do you need? Like, are you okay? Basically. Oh like, yeah, I'm just looking for a bathroom. She's like, "Oh, there's not a public bathroom. You can go to Wendy's." I'm like, "Okay." Uh, well, I, I think I've got an appointment with you. I think not. I do not. I have an appointment with you, but I think I have an appointment with you. So, not only am I not responsible enough to go pee before I leave, or I can't hold my own bladder, and uh, I'm aimlessly looking around for a bathroom and. And uh, I'm just a little fuckboy, and uh, 
I may or may not have a meeting with you. Um, she's like, go sit down. <laughs> go sit down. I'll, I'll be with you shortly. I'm like, all right, fine. You know, great. Anyways, I'm over it. I'm over it. She's a sweetheart, you know, but I'm over it. Off to bigger and better things. That's the universe telling me. They tell, and it, you know what? The universe fucking already told me that this girl is not the one for me. And I pushed it. I pushed it because I'm like, yeah, whatever. She's beautiful. I want her to go for it. But I'm over it. I'm over it. Everything works out for the best. Yeah, I'm walking across the train tracks, all right? So be it. Yeah? So be it. I'll throw, I'll throw some effects on that. Maybe it might sound cool. Might sound cool. Oh. I cannot wait to show you guys this new song. It's called Sunrise. It's so fucking sick. But, I don't know. I sent it to the producer that made the beat. He didn't get back to me. So now I'm like, oh god, did he like it? Because the thing is, if he liked it, then it's like, game on. Like, shit's about to get real. If he didn't like it, then I might not get any either beats from him, or I might have to pay for him. Which, I mean, I guess we'll see. I mean, I was into it. I was listening to that beat all night, and I was vibing on it. That's a good sign for a song. If you're into it. That's the fucking guitarist from ZZ Top. He's like, he's like, yeah, that's like number one. The number one advice I can give you as a songwriter is like, Write songs you like, and it seems like it would be uh, pretty obvious and pretty straightforward. Like, write songs that you actually like and you want to listen to. So yeah, obviously. Because if you're into it, chances are somebody else would be into it. And it felt fucking natural, man. It felt supernatural. Supernatural. And uh, so I'm just leaning into that. And uh, putting stickers all over the city. Putting stickers all over the fucking city. Just to let people know what time it is. You know? Uh, that's a really good sound. That's good for the podcast. But it's natural, though, you know? The sounds of the city. You gotta love it. Oh, yeah. That looks good. It was like an electrical box generally looks like pretty shitty, you know, like nothing special. You throw a sticker on it, beautify it a little bit with my nostril. I mean, the stickers that I got are okay. And I spent a decent amount of money on them. Like, but there's a lot. I mean, it's kind of heavy nostril. My favorite one is like pretty heavy nostril. <clears throat> a lot of nostril in it, which, you know, nobody really wants to see your nostril. And plus, I got a deviated septum, so it's like, oh, here's this guy's nostril, and he got punched in the face for being an asshole. And I did. Second grade, this Hispanic guy, this Hispanic guy punched me in the face 
forget his name. It started with an L. I don't know what happened. He just punched me right in the face. And my eyes watered up. I couldn't see anything. It sucks to get punched in the face, man. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I'm going to... All right, this is going to be great. All right, I'm going to have an interaction. You guys are going to listen to this interaction I'm going to have with this this hipster coffee shop guy. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going to sit down, enjoy the day, continue this podcast. This is all about experiencing. Experiencing life. You know? This is good. I told myself I'd come to work early so I could record these. And you just walk up the street talking to yourself, and then you become one of those guys. I remember when one of those guys first, first came around. It was a Bluetooth technology, the little earpieces. Here we go. People would just be talking to themselves. Yeah, that's fine. Oh my god. If you could only see what I see right now. Uh, eventually, I'll have some glasses with the camera. And then it'll be extra creepy. Super fucking creepy. Mmm. Good coffee. Good coffee for $4. <laughs> It's okay. Gonna be good. Gonna be so good. Can't wait. Hello. How's it going? Uh, can I get a larger coffee, please, with uh, some room for cream? Uh, I'll take it to go. Four twenty six, one dollar tip. Five twenty six. Thanks, man. Five, five twenty six. I I can get groceries. I need groceries for five twenty six. I'm just cheap, and I'm not. I'm not wealthy enough to get. Coffee on the go. Yeah. I'm 26 for coffee. I can't wait until the day where money doesn't affect me. Where I can just walk into a place and just afford anything I want. That's gonna be sick. It's gonna be so rad. I just walk into like a Burberry store and I'm like, I'm like, hey, that's a cool trench coat. I want that. I'm buying that. That trench coat is mine. How much is it? Twelve hundred dollars. That's fine. I'm not. I'm not worried. Twelve hundred dollars. I can. I can swing that. Ah, I should went pee while I was in there. You guys want to listen to me pee? Ugh. All right, I'm going back in. Man's got to pee. When a man's got to pee, you got to pee. I'm still holding it from that fucking bank interaction. This is. This is good. Fucking interactive. 
Interactive content right here. <coughs> am I gonna get? Am I gonna get canceled if I pee on the internet? Listen, if I pee on the internet, am I gonna get canceled right now? Oh, look at this moose. Yeah, seriously, like eventually I'm gonna have a. Uh, I'll, all right, I'll pee on the side so you don't hear it. So it's a little. It's a little classier, you know. Uh, yeah. Eventually, I'm gonna have like Google glasses on. And I'm gonna be able to, you'll be able to just see my cock peeing, and that'll be, that'll be cool. You know what I mean? And uh, you'll be able to see the whole interaction between me and the hip, hip, uh, barista. And, uh, you'll be able to see me purchase my coffee with my watch at $5.26. What the fuck? $5.26. Alright, I'm gonna stop talking about it. I'll stop talking about it. I can afford $5.26. Alright. It's fine. It's fine. Alright, wash my hands. Especially because I'm on the internet. You know what I mean? Because you know that's that's going to be the first comment. It's going to be like, Ugh, you, you took a pee and didn't wash your hands. Do you have COVID? Are you not only a creep, but a filthy creep? You know what I mean? So we can't have that. I gotta, If I'm going to be a creep, I got to at least be like a clean, a relatively clean creep. You know? Alright, back into the loud room. People like right outside the door, just like listening to me yell at myself in the bathroom. That's pretty cool. All right, bladder relieved. Out of the hip coffee store, and here again. About to go sit on a bench in the sunlight. Look at the mountainside. Look at the mountains, and uh, record a podcast. Like fucking beautiful, man. <clears throat> That's the thing, it's like, yeah, you're in the future, coffee costs over $5, but like, you can record a mobile podcast outside and drink that $5 coffee and enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? So it's good, it's good. There's good and there's bad. Good, the bad, and the ugly. Clint, Clint Eastwood. Ever seen that movie? I would love to star in a cowboy movie. Oh my god, can you imagine? Knee on a horse, cowboy hat couple of revolvers because you know i've definitely rocked two revolvers ah this fucking this fucking girl she's like it looks like he's recording a podcast let's roll right next to him with this massive trash can God damn it. that's okay maybe she wants to do an interview i'll just yell look she's talking on her phone too ah the worst it's the worst all right i'm leaving the worst fucking sound ever that's ah, okay that's the universe saying you don't want to just sit down. Not yet. Keep that blood flowing. You know, walk by the church. Get connected, get connected with God. You know what I mean? Get connected with God. Talk to the people. Get connected. You know? Because I, I can't have... Because the Latinas are just fucking me today. And like, not in, the, not in a good way. You know? They're turning me down. And they're, they're dragging trash cans around brick walkways and that's okay you know and I, I it's all for a reason because honestly and this is gonna sound fucked up i guess but like latinas are super fertile and if i i mean it's all dependent i don't want to hyper generalize because that's fucked up but like generally generally latinas are super fertile and like i, I maybe i'm not supposed to knock up a girl right now you know 
Or I'm not supposed to knock up a woman right now. You know what I mean? Uh, fine. You know, and if I, if I hook up with an Eva Mendez type, you know, then I'm going to have a little Silverstein running around, you know, or, or, you know, I'll have a, I'll have a little Rico Suave running around at a red lock. Then I'm going to be on the road touring and he's going to be a little bastard Rico Suave, a little bastard Rico Suave running around, you know, an uncut Rico Suave just on the run with no guidance. And we can't have that. Not yet. Not yet. You know what I mean? It's too early for that. And I thought I was ready. I really thought I was ready for for kids and shit, but I'm not. And I, God, thank God. I'm grateful. Oh, so grateful uh, that I did not have a kid with my last girlfriend. Um, I would have been fine with it. It would have been cool. We would have had a good family. I would have loved, loved both of them very much. But everything happens for a reason. And uh, it's fine. So I'm hoping I can sit down by this church and not get hassled by these vagrants. Looks like they're on the move to the St. Anne off of Grant and Webster. If you're trying to figure out the longitude and latitude of where this recording took place, all you have to do is Google it. Uh, God, I love churches. I love the architectural nuance of a nice church. You know? The architecture is just sick. They put time into it. They're like, this is for God. You know what I mean? Like, this is for God. Uh, Make sure you lay that brick down right. Make sure you lay that shit down right. Oh, my God. I keep crossing the street when cars are coming, and they, they keep waving me over, but I feel like an asshole. So be it. Let's sit down and have a conversation with with a uh, street person, but I don't think that would sound too good because I don't really have a mic. I'd have to like get right next to him, uh, and that'd be kind of weird. I'll have to like start necking him and be like, "All right, let's have a conversation." Talking to my ear. Tell me something. Now I'm by a busy road and just hear a whole bunch of cars. I can just... You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you get what you need. Oh, this is nice. A little bookstore. 10.30. I'm still early as fuck. Get a nice podcast in. I'm going to record another one uh, tomorrow night with David and Devin, the sound engineer, the... Generation Z uh, sound engineering. He, I want to get. I, I mean, I just want to give him a hard time. I want to bring him on and give him like a really hard time. David's like, it's not about that. Come on, we're gonna collaborate. It's gonna be good. Everything's gonna be good. I'm like, yeah. Well, I kind of want to shit all over him. I don't know what it is about this kid. He's just like this baby-faced kid, and I just kind of want to shit on him. I, I don't know why. Because that's an asshole thing. And like I said earlier, I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm really not. So I just gotta chill out. And it's nice, like, believe it or not, fucking David's, David's been holding me back from being an asshole. Um, and you would think he'd be the one that's, that's an asshole, but I'd be holding, you know, I'd be holding him back. Uh, not the case. Not the case. I think it's because I'm off my meds. 
off of some of my meds. It, uh, I don't know, makes me a little bit more of an asshole. I'm still smoking, still smoking cigarettes, still smoking weed. Not smoking crystal meth anymore, so that's cool. Uh, ooh, I'm liking this coffee house. I gotta check that out. La Dolce Vita. La Dolce Vita. Check my longitude and latitude. Yeah, there's just cars everywhere, though. It's not the best place to record a podcast. Uh, uh. Alright, what are we looking at? What time are we looking at? Recording time is 32 minutes. That ain't bad. That ain't bad for a little solo episode. I kind of want to go to the bookstore. Alright, I'll circle back. Maybe that, maybe that lady's done dragging trash can across the street. God. Things you see people. And they're doing their job. And it, your job kind of like becomes part of who you are. And you see these people and they just look pissed and it's just because part of who they are is their job and they don't like their job. So part, part of it is they don't like themselves a little bit. For, and maybe, I don't know, maybe this is, it's just kind of the feeling I get. I could be wrong, but it's just like they succumb to to fucking economics and money. People will do anything for money, and it's like if you're if you're trying to make money in this life, listen. And this is this is advice for anyone who wants to hear it. But uh, and I forget where I got it from, but I, it's really good advice. It's, it's I don't even know what advice this is the saying, but it's if you want to make money in this world, if you want to make real money in this world. Uh, that's not the same. If you want to make real money in this world, you got to do shit people can't do or people won't do. That's it. You want to make some real fucking money? You got to either be super talented and shooting three-pointers uh, professionally or you got to be in a sewer shoveling shit on the graveyard shift. Dude, I'm definitely... Uh, at first I was like, I want to go into a bookstore and get some knowledge. And then I walked right past it and I saw an Army-Navy surplus store and I'm like, ah, I'm going in there, I'm going to get a knife. <laughs> do I want to gain knowledge or do I want to whittle? You know? God, I love, this, I love this part of town. I've been sleeping on Old Town Arvada. Sleeping on it. And it all worked out. All fucking worked out. And I'm just putting up stickers like hotcakes right now. Just hotcake stickers, you know. And uh, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. Uh, what else? All right. What else do I have? Uh, it's like I could wrap this podcast up, but I finally found a good spot to record. Oh, that sticker looks good there. Can I? Get- can I get in trouble for putting stickers on shit? I don't think so. Is that vandalism? Shit, I left my lighter. I left my fucking lighter in my car. Yeah, 
God damn it. Ah, you can't win them all. Can't win them all. It sucks. Ooh, maybe I have one in my backpack. Sick. I think I do. That's the thing about carrying a bag around. It's like, I'm not really a satchel guy, but... Like, I understand why... Yes. I understand why girls carry bags, and they have, like, everything they need in their bag, you know? I started carrying a backpack around, because I need my laptop for work, and it's really nice. I would always just, uh... I was very just pro-wallet, and I still am. Just carrying around the wallet. It's like that's that's what men do. That's what men do. Carry everything you need in your wallet. If you can't, you leave it at home because you're a man, and you don't need creature comforts when you're when you're on the road. Yeah, not the case. It's nice to have you know a pack of gum. It's nice to have spare. Uh, the vaporizer battery, you know what I mean? Couple condoms. Oh shit! You never know. You just never know. Ah, God! Looking exhausted. I've been going hard lately, man. But it's worth it. The rest for the wicked. It's absolutely worth it. And like, I was just wasting so much time. And maybe I wasn't, but I mean, I was just stagnant for like two years, two, three years. Just in neutral, not doing shit. Maybe just recharging, maybe transmuting energy, maybe going through metamorphosis. But I saw Kelly this morning. She picked up some of her stuff and, uh, we're talking, and we're still going to be friends, and I think that's really cool. And we might reconnect down the road, we might not. Either way, the door is open, uh, which is good. It's really good. And I brought that up for some reason. Fuck, I forget. That's okay. It's all good, baby. It's all gravy, baby. Hmm. I'm gonna, I can't wait to book a show. Because, like, honestly, 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes is, like, not enough time. Like, 10 minutes is, like, enough time to, like, settle in. You, like, finally settle in and find your groove and find all your levels at 10 minutes, at 5, 10 minutes. Uh, at the places I'm playing, like, without a sound guy, yeah, it takes a second to dial it in and get comfortable. You know what I mean? And you're halfway through your set, or your set's like three quarters of the way done, and you're like, okay, well, I should probably start wrapping it up. So I want to, I want to book a show for sure, probably at the Welton, and uh, yeah, try to make make a little dough and play some music and uh, spread the word, man. Looking forward to it. See how long I can play for. I mean, I feel like I can play for 45 minutes, 30 or 45, like a loose 30 is what I've been talking about. I could, I could play for half an hour. That's, that should be my goal. Half hour of music. You know, just casual. Well, that's the cool thing about playing loops, though, is like, 
it never sounds the same way twice. I mean, it's like the outline's there, the format is close, but it always sounds a little different. And that's like, I'm kind of pumped on that aspect of it because I mean, you see these motherfuckers. I mean, how many times is the how many times are you going to hear satisfaction by the Rolling Stones? You know, you would have thought that they would have blown their head off a long time ago. I mean, they played Satisfaction for Let It Bleed. How many times, you know, are they going to play that song before they jump off a cliff? That's why, that's why they're compensated so much. They're compensated so much because they're playing the same song every fucking night. And that's fine. I mean, if it's a good song, and you see people are into it, and... You know, the paycheck's looking good. Fuck it. Like I heard Radiohead, they hate that song Creep, and they stopped playing it because it was such a big hit, and they were playing it every night, and they got tired of it. It's four fucking chords, man. And that's why that gnarly-ass overdrive part comes in. The last chorus, because Greenwood was tired of playing that fucking song, and he was trying to spice it up, so he just threw that shit in. Some gnarly-ass distortion and that's what ended up making that song well, part of what made that song you know what I mean so it's crazy how shit can grow and develop and spawn you know fucking crazy ugh god I'm tired maybe I should just take a little nap 1045 so uh, I'm looking at an hour and 15 minutes until I have to go to work. Just set an alarm and just lay down on a bench like fucking Hancock. Will Smith superhero. I could channel that. I could definitely harness that. My God, I just love Lululemon. I want to meet Lululemon. Is she a person? I just want to meet her and just give her a big hug. And shake her hand and just say thank you. Thank you for your contribution to society. Uh, do you have anything in a... <clears throat> 42 long? <clears throat> I don't know, I was like... I'm trying to decide if I like being able to hear the city during the podcast or not. If it's distracting. Or if it's kind of cool and organic. You know? I think it might might be a combination of both. To be honest. Ugh. I love Army Navy surplus stores. That's where I got my peacoat. Legitimate, legitimate Army Navy uh, surplus store, and you pick up a, a naval peacoat, and it's like armor, man, and it's classy. It's not the classiest, but it's classier than a fucking champion hoodie. <laughs> Even though I like champion hoodies. Almost time for a new pair of shoes. Need to get myself a new pair of Converse, and I also want a pair of Donks. I'm gonna get a pair of Fly fucking dunks. I can't wait. Ah, a lot of shit I need to buy. I'd love to get a new amplifier. Uh, the Fender Blues Junior is really fucking sick. Lightweight. Great sound. 
but I feel a little bit sacrilegious playing a Gibson out of a Fender for some reason, and I don't really know why. Because uh, people do it. You know, you need a great sound doing that, but it's like wearing a pair of Reeboks with like a Nike jumpsuit. You just don't do it. You just don't do it. It's clashy. It's like, do you want to clash? Are you trying to clash? You know? Are you really going to wear an Adidas tracksuit with fucking Nikes on? Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, you better be in the fucking mob. You better be in the mafia. If, if, if you're going to do that. You know? You just don't do that. Well, do what you want to do, but... I don't recommend it. I wouldn't do it. Wear a pair of Pumas with a fucking... Uh... Chanel tracksuit. Who are you? Who the hell are you? You know? Ah, God, I'm gonna pass it. I need to sleep, man. I need to sleep. So bad. Alright. What time are we looking at? 10 to 11. 45 minute podcast. Producing. Producing items. Producing art. I know it's a stretch to call it podcast art, but I'm going to. I don't give a fuck. I just don't. Something I realized not too long ago was, uh, Everyone is original. Everyone is unique. You know? And people are trying to be cool. People are trying so hard to stand out, but it's like everyone stands out. Everyone's different. So you really don't have to try that hard to be different. Just do you, and the chances are, like, somebody will see that and be like, oh, that's pretty cool. I've never seen that before. Yeah, because they, they, they will have not seen it before. It's completely new. Completely fresh. Completely you. That's beautiful. God, I'd love to pick up a nice flannel, like a Carhartt flannel from this Army-Navy surplus. Oh, God. I can't be spending money, but fuck it, you know. Just butt fuck it right in the ass. All right. Uh, God, I felt like I had a nice, something really nice to close it with, and then I, I ended up saying, but fuck it in the ass. So, that's fine, I guess. Whatever. <sighs> Alright. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful women walking around. Beautiful people. A lot of weird sounds. Not to be grateful for. Alright, you guys. Stay strong. Stay aware. Create love. Make love. Take love. Don't don't break love. Alright. Insert catchy tagline here. For show conclusion. Like in paramedics, and that cop came and 
I saw that. He come to me because I got blue hand. I'm like, shut up. Do you have like a lot of iron or silver in your blood or something? Why do you have blue hands? I it's from uh, doing artwork. Oh, uh, what what kind of art is it? Is it yeah? What kind of artwork? Abstract. Abstract. You said, but um, yeah. is it well, like I charcoal mean, or, or uh, I use paint, all kinds acrylic? Of, I or? use anything. Yeah, I've, I've used anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite? Paint. Paint. Yeah, for sure. Well, I I, I actually I mix colored pencil with paint. And that, that's probably my favorite uh, yeah. context to use it in, but um, let's see, going crazy. Word. Man. I like uh, Sharpie. Like, I do a little bit of methamphetamine once in a while, but I don't do uh, blues or heroin. Yeah. But everybody does that shit. I uh, yeah, oh, I ex- I experimented with methamphetamine a couple of years ago, and it took me down a pretty rough road. Yeah, well, it can, it can. You have to be able to withstand from it without being a jackass. Yeah, yeah, you have to have discipline for sure. Yeah, because if you don't, and you know, that's with anything though. But fentanyl is a whole another. My God. I never experimented with fentanyl. Yeah, me either, man. Actually, um, I was up on Colfax one day, and this guy I was in prison with, his kid goes, you want to smoke a bowl of clear? So I go around the corner, and it's like a little field, and like the fourth hit, my eyes crossed. Because it, it, it wasn't just, it was meth and I was so fucked up, dude. And when my eyes, I go, how could you do that to me, dude? I go, you know, I, I don't do that shit. He goes, well, now you can't run around saying you don't do fentanyl. I'm like, you That's stu-. fucked up. I, uh, Why would you do that to somebody? He's just being an asshole. <laughs> so I fucking, I didn't have a bicycle or nothing or a car. So, so I just took off walking back this way yeah. from Colfax and I shared it and walked all the way, man. And by the time I got here, straight again. Yeah. Because that shit will last a while. Hey, man, that shit, it freaked me if out, you, man. you know, yeah. I thought, I kept thinking, well, if I stop, I could pass out, and then I'm just going to die. Yeah, that's a scary feeling. But uh, I did, um, from talking to thousands, probably in, in two or three years, thousands of people, um, I did figure out that they're trying to get closer to God or the devil or to every way they're going to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, they have a fascination with it or something. I wonder what it is about. I wonder if it just puts you in the state of mind of, like, martyrdom or it gives you this this God complex. Because I was reading the Bible, and I was doing methamphetamine. Yeah. And I was ta- trying to talk to God and, and create my own miracles and, and write the third book, write another fucking Bible, well, another testament. I think there's a part of society that didn't want poor people or poor people to do meth because it gets you. Sorry, I'm sitting here. This is what I'm playing with. I don't want you to freak out. No, that's fine. I'm not. But uh, sometimes I'll make a little device or something for some freak who, you know, try to rob you or do some harm to you. I I always try to carry something with me. Yep. Just in case I can't do it with my pants. Absolutely. Know? You never know what just you're going to come up to against. To protect myself. Yeah. You know? But I mean, I I tell people that I, I like to color violet, but I'm not violent. But uh, I have a whole bunch of things I say that are just like... 
Yeah, I just try to be a little bit different, but... Um, yeah, I was just talking about that earlier crazy. today, is, like, everybody is different. <clears throat> Everybody's their own person. Everybody's different. Absolutely. And, I mean, even if you're a twin, you have your own vibe. Absolutely. So you're original already. You I, could t- to- I could tell you some freaky shit. Like, when I was a little kid, my mom remarried, right? And she married a Spanish guy, right? And, you know... That part, my my stepdad and my, my sister, their side, you know, their family is Spanish. They are all over Colorado. I mean, I, I couldn't escape them in Longmont. I went to Boulder. I couldn't escape them. But they all, because of my sister, my sister does speed or whatever, but she don't want none of her family, you know, and this, that, and other. Well, she thought she... Uh, she stopped me from going to my my stepfather's uh, cousin's house, which is one of these Mexicans, and she told him that I need to quit doing speed. Well, she does this shit too, but she pot calling the kettle black, right? But she is like three days or like for two a month she won't do it, and then she'll do. And she's like a hypocrite, bad. Yeah, and. She used me to throw me under the bus, you know what I mean? So anyway, man, they just been on my ass, but they never come up to my face. They always say it from afar and shit, and it just driving me fucking. It drove me so crazy that I went, that's why I went to Boulder and I Longmont, but man, I never seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you can drive, if you don't talk to people directly, you, you could really drive someone crazy yeah like hearsay and then they're thinking oh well they think this and me they maybe they said this or i heard them say this and it's it's usually completely misdirected and you're usually not even you know i mean once you talk to somebody face to face you can usually sort shit out because you're like okay this is their intention i can understand what right, this, what this right. person's about but for them you know. to expect me to quit doing speed because i'm hearing people it's just it's insanity man yeah and then, um, you know, it's a whole thing about my mother, because, you know, my my uncle, my uncle has a lot of money. One of my, my mom's oldest brother, but I never really got to know him that much, but I mean, he's got a yacht for like 38, he, sold he has a yacht? Yeah, $38 million yacht. He, Jesus Christ. He owned an oil, he owned four offshore oil derricks. Okay, sick. But look, man, I personally, don't believe in you're my cousin and you're rich. Give me money. Now you owe me money. Right. I can't do shit like that to yeah. people. Come on. That shows man. to your character, man. It because is because that's what happens when you get rich. A lot of people come out of the woodwork and they start asking for money, man. I can't I'm not the one. Yeah. I I mean, if anybody hands me money, I usually tell them, look, man, you don't have to do this. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I didn't ask you, so I'm taking it. You genuinely want me to have some money. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But people aren't raised like that anymore. Yeah, it's kind of a weird feeling when somebody gives and you money. And she got raised. But anyway, so my uncle had bought, this is years ago now, my uncle bought my mom a trailer. And it was kind of under me and my mom's uh, boyfriend's suggestion because he, she told us one day that, that she, you know, she talked to him all the time. And they're the, like, 
my mom's a twin, and her oldest brother is the only one left in her. So anyway, and he was talking to her all the time. And, you know, when you got that kind of money, I mean, so we made a suggestion to my mom that, because um, he kept saying, I'll buy you a house or buy you a place to live. Cause we're... So anyway, it was 17 pie for this trailer, which is nothing to this guy, right? Well, everything could be everything to you. Shelter? Place oh, to live? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, we were, I was like, hallelujah. So, yeah. And it was, and my mom wanted me to, and her boyfriend to stay with him, to live with him. Uh-huh. So anyway, my sister got so fucking jealous, boy. Because she was working her ass off at the time and had went to school. And I mean, she's really smart. A plus quarterly through medical school and at the end of it, A plus. Oh, shit. And then yeah. she didn't like that, quit the job, and we got x-ray technician. Went to school for that, A plus all the way through and A plus at the end of it. So she's like really smart. But anyway, so uh, her and her, uh, she always brought a kid over. Well, the trailer court, <coughs> excuse me, is... Uh, <coughs> <laughs> retirement living, excuse me. So, no kids after eight o'clock. Well, me and my mom, we didn't realize we just fucked up bad because we we didn't realize that she wouldn't be able to leave her kid overnight and shit. And and really, no kids in the trailer court. <laughs> so anyway, bless you. It just got kind of crazy, and uh, thank you. And her, so her and her man came over one night. And they were you know, sitting in the living room on the floor, and I could tell they were talking about something. But every time I go over there, they quit talking about it and talk about. It. So anyway, they were planning to get me. To get you? Yeah, because like I'm the one stopping them from. But it really wasn't me. It was, what do you mean get you? Well, they were really pissed off because. <laughs> <laughs> they were, excuse me, <laughs> I get allergies this time of year, but um, I usually, I don't never get sick, usually once a year, but anyway, so, they thought I was blocking them from something, so anyway, he comes over to me and hits me, I just broke my arm mountain biking, and I just went to the doctor the day before, and he said, Teal, and you're cool, hit me in the elbow with a metal object. Jesus. He did, her, her baby's daddy, you know, her husband or whatever, you know, they never really got married, but when he hit me in the elbow, it was already broke. I ran around the house like a chicken with my head cut up. I've never had that kind of pain in my life. My mom pulled him off of me and beat his ass. Oh, shit. And That's is, that mama bear And instinct. she is like 68 years old oh, at that time. Shit. And she fucking whipped his ass. I mean, she could box like a... Because she was a twin, and the rest of the she had a tr- she had a sparring rest of partner. Her brothers, they, they were all men, you know. Oh, okay. And yeah, my uncles are meaner than shit, but uh, she beat his ass. But uh, it fucked my elbow up bad, yeah. dude, bad. My my elbow's all metal. Yeah, I but, broke uh, my elbow as well growing up. See, I got metal, 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 and metal in my shoulder, too. It's crazy, man. When I broke my elbow, I, I couldn't even walk. It's painful. And you would think it's just your arm. You should you still be able to elbow? walk. You broke elbow? You cracked it? Yeah, my growth plate in my left elbow. I fell out of a tree when I was younger. So Wait they, a minute, they had, the they round put, bone. Yeah, and they put two pins in it. The round bone. Uh, I think it's round. Yeah. It went, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, it hurts. It hurts, dude. I, couldn't, I was, like, walking home. 
And I had to go so slow because, like, that shit, I could barely walk. It hurt so bad. Like, I was fucked. Any, that, move, any good, movement really hurt. I, I like that definition of it. Yeah, it, it hurt so bad. You can't. Yeah, I believe you, man, because I, I couldn't even defend myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I, I can't even describe, except for bear mason my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I found some bear mace, man. It was a brand new can of it. <laughs> And I thought, this is a great way to protect yourself yeah. from anything, even yeah. a bear. Yeah. So uh, I was walking, and I kept dropping stuff, and I had my front pocket in my pants. I had some loose pants on like this, and the pen fell out, and I dropped something else, and I was right up there in the square. And... Oh, my God. You bear-maced yourself in the nuts? Yeah, because it was in my pocket, you know what I mean? It was pointed that way. Oh, my God. Uh, and it's like foam, isn't it? Doesn't it like how? Because it's I, not like regular mace. It's isn't it? It's like it's like mace yeah. on steroids. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's made to take down an eighteen hundred pound animal. Yeah. Oh boy, I could compare that to the elbow, but anything else. <laughs> but anyway, dude. So, uh, what's your name, dude? No. 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 Yeah, don't be jealous because I'm on every Christmas card. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Noel was actually, I'm pretty sure it's Leon backwards. I think Leon was the guy who wrote the song or something. Do you know anything about that? I don't know. I don't know. But oh. You want to hear something crazy, too? Yeah, sure. And now, I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm nobody. I'm not a pimple on mosquitoes and hats ass. I, but I am somebody. You know what I mean? But uh, my dad played for Charlie Daniels band for 42 years. Say that again? Charlie Daniels man. Charlie Daniels. My man. dad was a piano player for really? forty-two years. Dude, he wrote and co-wrote forty-three hit songs, including "Devil Went Down to Georgia." That's one of my favorites, man. That's one that, of my that favorites. My dad did. That's awesome, man. Now, my dad, before Charlie Daniels was a musician, my dad was in a band called uh, Imperial. Or did the song "Short and Bread"? I haven't heard that one. Really old song. Your grandmother would know it. Short and bread from like the late 40s, early 50s. Okay. My dad wrote that song. My dad wrote a hit song before he, he uh, met Charlie Daniels. Crazy, huh? Yeah, that is crazy. Well, when my mom met my dad, he was married and had a kid. So I spent my whole life trying to get to know my dad. You were a love child. And I, she and had you were finally, like, a, like yeah. the last five years he was alive... I, he goes, you made it through the fire, son. I'm proud of you. Because awesome. I, I used to go out there for Christmas, man, and his other kids would be like, they, they'd run in the bedrooms and lock their doors. Dude, it means a lot to get that kind of recognition from your father, man. It did, it did, but he killed himself. Really? He fucking didn't want to be in this world anymore. Obama was just fixing to get elected, and he's like, we're going to have a nigger in the White House. It, my dad was just freaking out. My dad was in the army for two years, so he served. Yeah. But it was at the end of Vietnam, so they they weren't sending troops out anymore, so he had no fighting time. But anyway, so, I mean, I overcame a lot. It's really stupid shit. But, uh, man, when my dad died, it just killed me, man. And yeah. I was working at the time for a web. I did concrete for 18 years, but I was working for a website. My nephew does concrete. You can make some good money doing concrete. Oh, yeah, yeah. I... 
shit, I made, used to make $25 an hour cell phone and a truck. I was a foreman for a company the last one I worked for. But anyway, so I drove all the way out there. I had a girlfriend. I lived with her. That bitch, man, she ended up being a scam artist. But anyway, uh, her dog had, had puppies. She had a, a uh, her dog, uh, an albino uh, boxer. Nice. One, one of the puppies, she gave it to me and then called home one day. It was gone. She took it? Yeah, I, she took it and sold it. Oh. But uh, she had her ex break in the house and take my watch and my coin collection. and I got rid of her. But So anyway, but I, we drove all the way out there. I wouldn't let her take her car because that wouldn't be fair. I rented a car. I had money. And I went to my dad's funeral. And, man, it was so sad. He had a, a songwriting partner named Mike Shipley. And he's out, you know, he plays guitar and He's a honky tonker or whatever, but he uh, he's like, you look like your dad, you walk like your dad. That's a good feeling, like man. But none of his other kids had that except for the bastard child, me. Dude, <laughs> that's a really good feeling, man. And uh, crazy? When my, yeah, it is crazy. When my dad dies, it's gonna fucking destroy me, dude. Because uh, I've got such a close connection with my dad. He's like my number one mentor, man. I fucking love him to death. Yeah. Well, people people get envious. And jealous of me for a bunch of different reasons. One of them is like, how could you be so proud coming from that? And it's like, it's all I got. You know what I mean? And I, I don't have a problem with telling my story with people who are interested who want to listen. Yeah. And to me, there's nothing wrong with that. But a lot of people don't have the guts or the balls to do something like that. Dude, I'm fucking... You know what I mean? They can't just meet someone and tell them their life story. Like, I, real dude, quick. I'm so glad that you did because, uh, dude, hundreds of people are going to listen to this. Well, I mean, I've been told before I should write a book about it or something. But, I'd read that book. Like, hey, when I went to prison, I was in prison. I'm like, how can I get a hold of my dad? Right. So I was in the library and I was looking at uh, in a like, music section and I see BMI. Now, most people, unless you were a musician or your dad, you wouldn't know about it's this. It's licensing, right? Isn't songwriters it? Union. Yeah. Well, That's they, how you protect your songs, right? Yeah. Well, when you get to the last page or the back of the book, the very back of the book, the cover, there's a picture of the guy and the number and everything, how they contact him. Well, he was one of my dad's best friends. Oh, really? So I wrote him, and he gave my letter, the letters to my dad. Really? Yeah, I started talking to my dad while I was in prison. Dude. It, that was so cool, man. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean. That goes I, a long way when you're locked up, man. I've man, been locked up a couple of times. Well, Dude, when you, you get your, your, your freedom taken away, man, I mean, it's, it's probably the worst. It's probably one of, one of the worst fucking things you can experience. Yeah. Well, my dad was one of the baddest fucking piano players, like, uh, organ, a B3 Hammond. Oh, yeah. I had yeah, a Hammond. And he had a 59 Steinway. Oh, sick. That they stole out of Sony Recording Studio in Nashville, him and Tommy Crane, the old guitar player, at the end of that uh, Million Mile Reflection album that Devil Went Down to Georgia is on. And at the end of that album, I guess Charlie and everybody had left and they stole their fucking piano. And it was in his house. And that thing was, God knows how much it was worth because he Dude. wrote Devil Went Down to Georgia. He started that doom, 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 doom. That's so fucked up. And then Charlie, him and Charlie wrote that song, but. Dude, I got to um, get out to Nashville. I want to get out to Nashville so bad. There's you know, a lot of good music out there. I always minded my P's and Q's. I always took people like yourself or 
or like people like yourself, like they're just mad. Yeah, I ask him, you want to go to the show tonight? Like, what? I go, well, my dad plays for Charlie Daniels, man. They're playing tonight. Do you want to go for free? And they're like, no way. Get out of here. And I'd be like, yeah. Believe it. Why not? <laughs> so, uh, you know, um, money's not everything. It's and, not. You know, people. Uh, I'm me, trying to get paid, though, at the same time. I want to make some. I want I, to experience I, it. Well, yeah. I'd like I, to experience I, that, that that side of life just to know. I would like to sell a painting for five grand. Dude, where can know, these people sure. Where can these people see your art? Is there anywhere they can see your artwork? Uh, like, where are you based? On Facebook. On Facebook? Mm-hmm. Can you it's tell? So will under. you tell them where they can see it? I can make a. I can put a link to it, and like that yeah. way, people can see your shit. Well, what's crazy is I, you know, I've been, I've tried over the years to get people to uh, like get someone to be my manager or to sell the artwork for me, you know, and they take, you know, whatever cut spare or whatever. But uh, but yeah, I mean, what um, do you go by, Noel? I go by Noel. My, my Noel's my first name. My middle name's Blake. Most of my life, I went by Blake, but. More and more, I started going by Noel. Like when I signed my artwork, I signed Noel. For sure, for Cause sure. Because it just it looks cool either way. But yeah. um, I had a cousin that played for Massachusetts State uh, for basketball, Ernie De Gregorio. For sure. He was he was somewhat he went pro and then he got hurt. He should have been a big thing, but he got hurt. Well, dude, I uh, I gotta I gotta head to work. I gotta get out of here. But, sharing uh, your life and your story is sometimes can be especially in my case because when my dad died here's another smoke look when my dad died his wife tore the will up so I got and a year before he died he had told me uh, you know when he said you made it through the fire I made a will and I put you in it I didn't get nothing man because she tore the will up damn and then when I went there I investigated the crash, it was a single car crash off the highway right outside of Nashville, and there was a little dent in the door, and I could not, me and my girlfriend could not explain how that happened. The like dent some, in the door. Somebody broke in? Like someone ran them off the road. Oh, I see what you're the saying. The tracks in the And road. on the car. Yeah. Yeah. And then his wife, her, her company vehicle is in the shop getting fixed right when that happened. What? weird like she ran him off the road but see he would go back to drugs once in a while he'd quit and was totally that's the thing about artists dude like that's the thing about artists like you me your father like dude it's just kind of part of it because we're trying to expand our mind a little bit man and we, we got a little bit of depression maybe and it's Think we're trying to the box yeah where do you work uh i work at the old town picking parlor what's that uh, it's uh, <coughs> uh, we sell acoustic uh, instruments, guitars, and mandolins. And... Oh, where the guy makes them? Uh, well, we've got a repair shop over there. We do repairs. Is over there, there a guy there that makes them? Uh, our master luthier does make them, but he doesn't sell them in the shop. Jesus Christ, man! Yeah. Instruments are so fucking cool. And actually, my artwork, like the wood, I do art on wood sometimes. Yeah. And there is so much art inside of wood. Yeah. But it's all one color or two or like a light and a dark. You throw a little stain on it and just like livens it. It's up. so cool. I, uh, I uh, man, I you know I tell people I've learned over the years because sometimes we meet some real wily characters, man, that are just physical. I'll beat you with an inch of your life. You know, type of. I, I tell people I can only humble myself and have a conversation, and uh, 
you know, every day is a blessing to be alive. Yeah. And you don't have to read the Bible or own a Bible to believe in God. Yeah. Now, um, my granddad was a Baptist minister his whole life. My dad's dad kicked him out of the house when he was 12 years old for playing rock and roll. <laughs> and he called me. My dad called me before he died. One day he was wherever the state my uh, grandfather's from, and he called me from my grandfather's deathbed. He was dying in the hospital. And I said, I know why you're calling. You're forgiven. You guys are forgiven. It blew their mind. Because wow. I knew before they didn't even say it. And he probably was waiting to die until he could tell you that. That Sometimes that happens. You know, people will wait to die until they make their peace with the ones they love. You know what I mean? And, you know, to me, that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, drugs aren't for everybody. And it ain't for everyone to know. Because some people don't know how to take that information. They've never done it. Scares them a little. Um, I don't steal from people ever. I don't, uh, believe it or not. E even in the midst of, you know, like I might run out of speed one day and be like, damn, I would say. And I, and I just live with it. I, I don't go defile myself yeah. so I can have that. Mm -hmm. Never, because there's too much honor in me. You know what I mean to to do that, but yeah, that's good, man. I'm sorry, blah blah blah. No, dude, I'm glad you did. This is what this is all about. The the podcast is called Fortune Radio, and uh, it's it's still in the early process, man. But um, here, this is a sticker for you if you well, want it. If when we do it, you, you know, you can go. Um, what what would, would you go? This is Noel Zagrigorio, the piano player for Charlie Daniels' band, son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll do some research too, and like I'll, I'll, yeah. But you said it was on Facebook. What, what's your Facebook username so people uh, can Noel see, see your shit? Noel De, De, De Gregorio. De Gregorio. You want me to write it down for you? Just to say it out loud. N O E L. Say DiGiorno. DiGiorno. De Gregorio. So it's spelled like DiGiorno. Well, it's not. It's not delivery. It's not delivery. It's not DiGiorno. It's De Gregorio. Okay, okay. How do you spell it? D I G R E G O R I O. Fuck yeah. So I would say myself that I do have a little bit of my dad's soul. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're, you're dude. You're, you're like a drip from your dad. You're, you're the same yeah. genetics run through you that ran through your dad. Like you are your dad. None of the other kids have it. Yeah. None Fuck of them it. have it, dude. dude. I gotta get out of here, Noel. But it was a fucking pleasure talking hey, to you. Hey, I'm always out here. I've seen okay. you before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, same. Um. Yeah. You I'm look here. like Harry Potter's cousin. I get that. I get Harry Potter and uh, no, and his cousin. Oh, his cousin. Okay. Because <laughs> you can't be that. I can't be my dad, but I look like, just like. Okay, well, he's a good wizard, man. Yeah. Right. Hey, uh, yeah, dude, you can find me around here, especially the next couple days. I'll see you around. I'll be around. Right. Peace Thank out. you, buddy. Thanks, you. Have a good day. You too.
get out, sobbing the sound of my sleep, but the heat off a letter from hell, but better than never, the channel was ever my baby and daddy, leaving from even a fatty new body, send me the addy, you know how I'm moving, they call me up later, you know like a movie, they slot me from bruising the day to the evening, I'm bruising the side of your cheek, oh red glutey, is us with the maximus motion, she open and floating her koozie, I write that ass out of Yuji, a monster born out the graveyard and baby, I ain't mean to take your life points, Activated my track card and this one on Yugi You know I'm no type of typical nigga But still I'm infatuated I would have as long as it took for you not to remain in illusion